Welcome back. About a month ago, I had the opportunity to speak with two players from the Savannah Bananas. During our talk, they invited me and my family down on April 9th to see a game live and in person. Well, we did that, and it did not disappoint. In fact, it was everything and more. Part of the reason is the insane fun everyone has and is having from the moment you show up, from the moment you leave the stadium. I am Grayson Knight, and this is Baseball Podcast Our Fun. The banana's crazy awesomeness is blowing up the internet. Today, I'm joined by one of the masterminds behind the fun, Zach Frangelo, who just happens to be the director of entertainment for the team. So let's get behind the good times in banana land with Zach. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you, Grayson? What an awesome intro. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm great. Thanks for thanks for being here. Of course, I wouldn't be anywhere else. So you guys just did a weekend uh, in Columbus, Georgia, and at Rickford Field, which is the oldest ballpark in existence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the weekend before, you had some firsts. You were on ESPN Plus both nights, and you had me at my first Bananas game on the ninth. Thank you for letting me have as much fun as you guys have. Has all the attention gotten crazier in the past few months? Oh, my gosh. The attention that we've received over the past few months is is pretty incredible. I mean, um, growing, you know, over a million TikTok followers in just a short amount of time. And obviously the attention we got from ESPN was incredible, HBO Sports. Um, but it all comes back to the one idea of being fans first and and uh, having stories like yours, Grayson, and having you come out to a game and uh, and throw out the first banana and everything along those lines. That's what means more to us than uh, any national media attention that we can receive where we want to be fans first and, and for our fans. And, and that's why we do what we do. I want to talk a lot more about what I experienced in a bit. But before that, can you please tell me and my listeners about yourself? Where did you grow up and what is your history with baseball? Of course. Yep. So I grew up in a suburb of Denver uh, called Littleton, Colorado. Um, I was there from when I was born. Well, I was born in Vail, Colorado, but I moved to Littleton before I was even walking. So um, was in Littleton, Colorado for all of high school. I went to uh, a school called Dakota Ridge High School, and I played baseball pretty much from when I was able to all the way up and all the way through high school. So I was always playing the game. but during my time in high school, I also picked up uh, dance. So I was a performer. I did dance, performance, choreography, pretty much everything under the sun with dance. I was also doing theater. So I, I was uh, I remained pretty busy throughout high school. And then did, I uh, go ahead. Why did you start dance? Uh, it was, um, you know, I was in the off season of baseball and I was bored and my sisters were both in theater. And so they uh, kind of just persuaded me to join a musical and the musical was a tap dance musical. So I actually uh, started taking classes with that and then I just fell in love with it and I never got rid of it. So um, that's kind of where the start came in. And then once I went to college at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, I decided to actually pursue that as my major, as my baseball career ended due to uh, a medical disqualification. So um, that would be uh, why I just kind of continued on that path. And then uh, full circle moment, I just came back to baseball um, after working for the Vegas Golden Knights from their inauguration in 2017, all the way until 2020. And that's when I um, made the 
the long flight to Savannah, Georgia, and joined the Bananas here this past year. I'm uh, coming up on a year here in May, um, so I'm, I'm just about to finish up my first full year here with the Bananas. How did joining the Bananas come about? Well, I, was, uh, I wasn't actively looking for a new job. However, I was, um, you know, I was... I was starting to just meander, I guess, and, and try to figure out what was going on. And uh, eventually I, uh, I got a uh, message, a video message from the owner, Jesse Cole. He, uh, he had seen what I was able to do with the University of Nevada, Las Vegas hockey team and what I was doing in Vegas with the Vegas Golden Knights. And he just wanted to, you know, pick my brain about my creativity. And one thing led to another. And I was on a flight to Savannah to uh, produce the first games of the tour last year, which started in Savannah, which were actually was was actually in March. And then I did the tour in Mobile. And at that point, he said, you know what, I want to bring you on for a test drive for this CPL season, which is coming up here soon. So I made the decision to bet on myself and I joined the team for the CPL season. And shortly after that was offered uh, director of entertainment, which brought me here full time. So the dances that are going viral on the Internet and social media right now, uh, do you come up with them or like do the players bring you ideas? Uh, it's a little bit of a combo of both. You know, we get a lot of inspiration from TikTok and, you know, the TikTok dances that are trendy and, uh, we do that, but I, uh, I bring some moves as well as my, uh, our dancing first base coach, uh, Maceo, he brings, uh, he does a lot of the choreography himself, um, just because he's a lot better of a choreographer than I am. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of the process, I guess. So it's a little bit of a combo of, of that, but, um, but I help out when I can. Um, what's been the most fun dance you've been a part of so far? I think the most fun dance that I've been a part of was actually doing my own walk-up this past weekend in Birmingham. Uh, I did, uh, I did the Cavalier variation from Nutcracker and then was able to actually take it at bat. Uh, so I kind of had a full circle moment from my dance career and my baseball career and my entertainment career, all just kind of coming into one, mm -hmm. you know, two, three minute at bat. That also leads into my my next question. Um, how did you have uh, how did you like uh, pursue to do that? Uh, it was a combination of the team asking me. Uh, so originally last year, um, Maceo was unable to be at a game. So I filled in as the dancing first base coach and uh, that video took off and, you know, got national publicity in the dance community. Um, you know, I just actually was featured in dance magazine, which is pretty big for dancers. It's like being featured in sports illustrated for an athlete. So it was a pretty cool moment. And, uh, you know, they, they knew I was a baseball player. So they said, why don't you do ballet up to the plate as a walk-up and then take it at that. And uh, I was like, all right, that sounds good to me. And, uh, and then it was just a matter of execution at that point. How did, how did you feel when you got that base hit? It was pretty incredible. I, I was talking to our, our broadcaster, Biko, a lot, and uh, he's had a couple at-bats, and he has yet to get a hit. So I said, Biko, if I get a hit, I'm retiring with a 1,000 batting average, and I, you'll never be able to beat me. And, uh, and uh, I was that, you know, the moment the ball came off the bat, I knew it was a hit, and uh, I, was, I was just smiling. I was ear-to-ear -ear smiling. Um, so I should probably explain what I'm asking about. During an at-bat, the bananas pitcher, usually Kyle Lewigs, my buddy, by the way, uh, yep. will dance on the mound, and all the, uh, all the fielders are doing the dance, too. And then the pitcher usually pitches a strike. Um, can you tell us about it? 
Yep. So that's the, it is what is called the three, two, two moment. The three, two, two is uh, it's the third inning, second batter, second pitch. And um, basically it came up from a a scoring celebration that we did in a rehearsal, closed off rehearsal um, in which over the PA, it was um, uh, it's called Andy's home. And so, or Andy's coming and it's from toy story. And so we played it over the speakers and then all the players just dropped. And it was really funny. So what we did was we were, we went into an idea session, Jesse and I, we said, what can we do that all the players do, you know, at one time while on defense, because defense isn't really um, explored too much from the entertainment side. Um, and then we brought in our uh, fantastic video team and marketing team of and Zach bro. And uh, we figured out a way to do it to where it was just the center fielder, second baseman, shortstop and pitcher. And, uh, you know, it only backfired once. They only got one hit off the three-two-two, and we actually got an out. So I think it evened out pretty well. Um, when you guys come up with the entertainment, is anyone talking about something like it could go viral? Um, sometimes, you know, sometimes we have an idea of what uh, what will usually go viral and maybe what won't. But that's not really what our main focus is. We're our main focus is just making baseball fun. So we ask ourselves anytime we post a video or even shoot a video is like, is this making baseball fun? And if the answer to that is yes, we'll post it. Um, so what about the flaming bat that I saw live too? Who's that? Was that your idea? That was actually his idea. That was Zach Whalen's idea. We have a lot of Zachs on our team, obviously, but uh, Zach Whalen came to me and he said, I think I can set my bat on fire. And I said, that is terrifying, but I like it. Uh, and so he had been bugging me. He asked me actually at the tryout the first time and uh, I wasn't prepared for it. So I didn't want to, you know, cross any safety lines. And then, uh, you know, the tour starts and he brought it up again. And I said, all right, let's do it, but let's do it in Savannah because that's where, you know, this is something like we want, we want the experience of people. When you come, you have to come to Savannah to see a game. You know, you can see it on the road, but it's just different in Savannah. And so that was one of those moments. And uh, it was his idea. I just gave him the go ahead and wrote it into the script. Uh, Who came up with the almost famous bus parody? Uh, that was our marketing team. So that would have been, uh, you know, Jesse, Yvonne, Zach Bro, Kara Heater, and uh, Savannah uh, Alanese. They, they all came up with that idea. Uh, were you in that video? I was not. I was not in that video. I was, I was in a car. I didn't, I didn't take the bus home. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of people are loving Banana Ball. Uh, one question I didn't really get to answer with Bill and Kyle. Uh, what kind of negative feedback have you heard? Uh, a lot of baseball purists just don't like the the change of the game, and that's okay. Um, you know, I, I, I'm one of those people that really enjoys baseball how it is in the major leagues. Um, I know not everybody is, and not everybody on our staff is. They, they prefer the banana ball, but and I, and I love banana ball. I love banana ball so much because I think it adds this new, unique style of baseball, which is so good for the game. You know, it's, it's growing the fan base. It's growing new, younger fans. Um, but a lot of negative feedback comes in forms of baseball purists. Like this isn't baseball, it's rigged, it's scripted uh, and all this kind of stuff, which I can assure you it's not, it's definitely not staged or scripted in any way, shape or form. However, everything you see besides the baseball itself is scripted, which is uh, confusing to some people. And, you know, we just, we just want to make sure that our fans are enjoying themselves and having fun. We knew we, we took photographs of when of our stands and when people were leaving. So we knew that at the 8.30 mark of every single game, 
our fans would just start to slowly disappear. And so we said, well, what if there's a two hour time limit? And then we just kind of started to grow and build and change the game of baseball. And now it's turned into what is banana ball, which is just an incredible experience. Well, there's always going to be haters, I guess. Of course, of course. And that's okay. Ignore the noise and uh, just know that what we're doing is right for, for ourselves. Uh, my mom really wants to know, uh, have there been ideas that you just had to say no to? Can you give me, uh, if so, can you give me some examples why you said no? All the time. All the time I have to say no to ideas. Um, Jesse really wanted uh, to, to have a player crowd surf from the crowd onto the field. Um, which would have been awesome just how our stands are and how our intro is laid out. I was more worried about the player safety than, uh, the, the, uh, you know, the bit of it, which would have been really cool. And if we can do it safely, I would love to do it. However, in our stadium, we're not able to do that safely. So, uh, so I had to say no to that one, but I'm always saying, no, that's kind of my, uh, my job title is as the person that kind of takes these ideas and put them into motion. Um, my job is to sometimes say no, um, even if I want to do it myself. Um, I mean, you can't, you can't say yes to everything, I guess. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And if I said yes to everything, we might be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what ideas uh, that have we not seen yet? Um, you know, we're, we're starting to get into our CPL season, which is going to be coming up here pretty soon. Um, and we have a lot of ideas that go into the CPL because we can't play with the game as much. So the three, two, two actually can't happen during the CPL because it's a Bach mm-hmm. and it's, it's legitimate. It's a legitimate Bach and we're just not able to do that. So we're trying to figure out new ways to entertain on defense without, the game being disrupted. Um, so we're just trying to figure that out. And uh, we have a lot of plans, which we're really excited about. I can't share too many of them yet just because we want them to uh, to be seen. But I will say that the idea of the 322 is not lost in the CPL. We are going to try to figure out a way to do it. Um, we just have to figure out the right way to do it. Uh, are there any like banana ball rules that are in the CPL? Um, nope, none that are in the CPL. It's, it's just regular, regular baseball. baseball? Yeah. Correct. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for my listeners who have not yet had the opportunity to see bananas play in person, uh, a great part of the ticket purchase and game experience is that the all-you-can-eat food that is included. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone else has that. Uh, does leftover food get donated? No? Uh, so we actually um, – have a system in place to where there is very little leftover food. So we can input how many people are buying tickets and how many people are at the stadium. And that tells us pretty much to the number exactly how many burgers, hot dogs, chicken sandwiches we'll need um, just based off of a lot of research and trial and error. So they plug that number into the formula and we know exactly how many we need um, to the, to the point where we usually only have about a pan of leftovers in which, um, you know, that usually goes to staff to eat after the game. Um, uh, maybe I should have asked this earlier. Uh, does Jesse Cole, the co-owner and the man known for his yellow tuxedo, ever mm-hmm. disagree of what you want to do? Yeah, Jesse and I have a very good relationship and we disagree on a lot of things. And that's actually okay. Um, you know, if, if, if it was just Jesse's ideas, um, eventually he would burn out. And, you know, we disagree on a good amount of things. And that's actually really, really helpful because when we disagree, that actually usually leads to something that is better long-term. 
um, you know, if we agreed on everything, the show would be, you know, a little bland. I don't want to say bland. It would still be entertaining, but you know, having that person to bounce ideas off of and challenge each other really actually helps the fan experience long-term. Uh, do you think he's a good boss to work for? He's amazing. Jesse's awesome. Him and I have a great, great relationship. And we, uh, we're, we're very, uh, you know, he's family, just like I feel like the entire banana staff is family now. Um, and that's, that's really important to feel for everybody. We want everybody that joins or comes to a game to feel like they're part of something and a part of our family. Um, so is there a plan for more ESPN plus games or any like TV uh, games in general? I sure hope so, but I don't, I don't know the answer to that yet, but I, I hope so. Okay. Um, have you started thinking about next year's Banana Ball World Tour yet? Um, you know, I haven't put too much stock into it myself. Um, for myself, I'm, I'm more focused on the CPL season because we have a lot of fans coming to Grayson Stadium for those, for those games. Um, and so I don't want to get uh, too ahead of myself and start looking at the next year's tour, um, especially from my perspective. There are people that are, you know, we have a world tour team that is looking at those games, but I don't want to, um, you know, look too far ahead because I'll just get too excited. So I want to focus on the CPL season and actually I want to focus on Kansas City right now um, before I get too crazy and into next year's uh, tour. Uh, that's 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 cool. Um are you going to start looking about it like after, like a little bit into the season? Yeah, eventually I'll start to look at it, but um, I really just want to make sure that we focus on the CPL season um, first. Um, but eventually, I mean, it's always in the back of my mind, you know, I I'm always looking for ideas and um, you know, I'll always have the three, two, two in the back of my mind. So if I see something on TikTok that I want to do, I'll put it in my, uh, my notes for the next year's tour, but I'm not going to put too much brain power into it until, um, until, you know, the CPL is kind of rocking and rolling and we're, we're coming down to a, to a break, you know? Um, but, but it's definitely in the back of my mind. Have there been any thoughts on where else you guys could go? I hope we go back to my hometown. I hope we go back to Colorado. I would love to play in Colorado. I know there's a lot of good stadiums there. Um, I would also love to play in Las Vegas where I went to college just because I have family and stuff. Um, but you know, that's kind of my, uh, I, I would love to go to those places, but I don't know the exact destinations yet. Um, I won't know those. I don't really have much of a say in those, but that's where I would like to play eventually. Uh, personally, what are your plans for next year? Um, you know, a lot of my plans are stemming from what's going on in the world and uh, what's going on in Banana Land. You know, my, my job kind of changes every day because we always have new ideas and new things that we want to be trying. Um, so I, I guess the next year is I hope that we continue to grow as well as we are right now and just uh, continue to push the fan experience and make the show that, the best that it can be. There's always w ways to plus the show and make the show better. And that's just what I'm trying to figure out every day. Uh, are you planning to win back-to-back -back CPL championships? I would be, uh, I'd be lying if I said we have, we, uh, we don't want to win it. Of course we want to win it. And, uh, you know, our head coach Tyler Gillum for, uh, for the CPL season is absolutely, uh, fighting for another CPL championship. And, uh, it's impossible to be a visitor in Grayson stadium. I'll tell you that. So good luck to the rest of the teams. Cause we're, we're coming for another ring. Um, I mentioned this a few times. The games on the 8th and 9th in Savannah were on ESPN+. I, can, I understand that there is a six-part series being done on the Bananas. 
Uh, what else can you tell us about when and where we can find that? So I don't have much of the details of that just quite yet. Um, I, I'm not even sure if it's public knowledge that the docu-series is out, is going to be coming out yet. Um, so I think you have the inside scoop there, which is pretty cool. Um, but uh, I, I don't have money details of that. I'm hoping that uh, I get some soon. But as of right now, I'm, I'm just kind of showing up and wearing the microphone and uh, letting them take videos of me work all day. Uh, that's cool. Uh, you think you're going to be featured? I would be shocked if I'm not featured. I'll say that, Grace. I would be shocked if I'm not featured. Um, I'm so glad I got to be part of that, and I can't wait to see the series. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. All right, Zach, now for the tough questions. I end my interviews with a few rapid-fire questions. You can answer with as much or as little info as you want. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Las Vegas or Savannah? Which do you love more? Savannah. And why is that? Uh, I like the, uh, the people here a lot. I think there is that Southern hospitality. Um, and uh, I really like the city and I like the downtown and I like the ability to go to the beach. Uh, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, do they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Best pitcher and best hitter in, and, uh, in history. I think they absolutely deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Which banana ball rule do you want to see in the majors? Uh, I would love to see. Um, that's a great question. I would love to see um, sprints. What was that? Sprints. Yeah, sprints would be pretty cool, but I think the no stepping out of the box. Okay. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, sprints are when when you uh, get a walk, you have you have to sprint around the bases as many bases as you can, and all nine players have to touch the ball. And, right. uh, and no stepping out of the box. If you step out of the box, that's a strike. I kind of like that rule, which means the game can go much faster. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It doesn't necessarily need to be a strike as long as it's obeyed, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I would like to see that. I think the game will speed up and, you know, pitchers can work a little bit faster. Okay. Which player would do anything for the team without hesitation? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, without hesitation would do anything for the team. Bill and Kyle, obviously, but I'm going to go with a, a little bit more of a uh, uh, underrated response. And his name is Malachi Mitchell. He is uh, Malachi Mitchell, flash the kid. He, he will do anything for the team. He, he's an incredible, an incredible guy. And he's uh, he's a go to for us. My mom's favorite player. <laughs> I love that. Um, what is your favorite baseball movie? Ooh, Sandlot or Bull Durham. Uh, what's the most fun thing about baseball to you? Um, I think my favorite part is that every game is going to be different. Um, you know, the score might be the same, but something always, you can always find something new in the game of baseball. Uh, and did you hear the inning that I called with Biko? Yeah. Uh, did you know that you were the caddy for Reese Hampton when I was calling it? I did know that. I did know that. Yep. Yep. So that, that's, uh, <laughs> I've done that twice now, but it's, uh, it's always fun to do. And it was uh, appropriate with the masters going on. It was cool that you got to see that from the booth. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think it's weird that he golfs righty and, or, and bats lefty? He's actually a switch hitter, so he can hit either way. Nice. Yep. <laughs> and I feel like he's just more confident from that side with, uh, with golf. Mm -hmm. Uh, what has been your favorite baseball experience as a fan? As a fan? Um, 
I think it was actually playing catch with one of my favorite players when I was a kid. That was, that was uh, Troy Tulowitzki. He played for the Rockies. um, And he was one of my favorite players growing up. And uh, it was pretty cool to get to play catch with him in Colorado. Zach Frangelo. Thanks so much for making time for me and my listeners. Anything else you want to tell us? We'll see you at a game soon, Grayson. Thanks so much. So many. I thanks so much. I I can't say anything else. Just thank of you. Of course, thank of course. Anytime, Grayson. Anytime you want to call and ask about what's going on here, you give me a call and we'll make it happen. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Savannah Bananas play at Historic Grayson Stadium. Great name, by the way. I agree. Any information or to be put on the waiting list, please visit the savannabananas.com or follow at the Sav Bananas on Instagram. See all the fun and exciting videos. YouTube clips are also super fun. And you can find Zach at ZachFrom11 on Instagram. That's Z-A-C-K-F-R-O-N-G-11 on Instagram. And you can help my show by subscribing to Baseball Podcasts Are Fun on Spotify and YouTube and following at Baseball Podcasts Are Fun on Instagram. Please join me for next week's show. Until then, I am Grayson Knight, and this was Baseball Podcasts Are Fun. Don't forget to swing for the fences. See ya.